Asian Pop Nation on Sin 90.7. You are tuned in to Asian Pop Nation on Sin, where you guys just heard a couple of great tracks, starting off with Mama Said by Nana Ouyang, and before that, you guys heard Mada Mada Da by Lyrical School, which is from their New World EP. Now, you may be wondering who this is. Yes, this is your EP, uh, Jesse. I am back. Um, I was absent last week because I caught a bit of a cold and I lost my voice, so there was no speaking for me on air. But one of our other fellow APN members, Ethan, kindly took over the announcing, and um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed his little rendition, his little EP era moment. Um, but yes, I am back. My voice will be on the airwaves once again. Um, and along with me, you will also be hearing from our other APN hosts, whose voices will also be on the airwaves, including JP, Tracy, Alicia, Lee, and Tharuki. As always, we have a lot of interesting segments up for your listening pleasure. Um, firstly, we will be ta- taking a deep dive into some albums that we have uh, mixed opinions about. Um, one of which is the New Jeans album, Get Up, and another of which is the new Itzy album. Um, and then later on, we will be talking about our language learning experiences. Um, as Asians here, uh, we all have had the experience of learning either a second, a third, or even a fourth language. And so we wanted to share some of our experiences regarding that and our thoughts about the effectiveness of different language learning methods. Um, and But lastly, we will be ending off the show with a bit of a gamer segment for all you gamers out there because we have had a new Fortnite collab with the Jujutsu Kaisen series. They had a Fortnite collab. There are skins, there are new skills, things. I don't, I don't play Fortnite, but um, I know a few of our members do, so they will be talking more about that. But before we dive into our thoughts about the new New Jeans album... Boy, that was some tongue twister word. But before we dive into that, we will be playing a few more songs for you guys, starting off with Screw It by Shirt featuring Hyeong. Welcome back to Asian Pop Nation on Sin. I hope you guys enjoyed the collection of Korean tracks we played for you guys. Just before this, you guys heard Paradise by Oh My Girl, which is from their EP Golden Hourglass. And before that, you guys heard Taxi by Joe Yuri from their new EP Love All. And even more before that, you guys heard Screw It by Shirt featuring Hyeon, which is a new single for them. Um, but speaking of Korean uh, tracks and Korean groups in particular, we will be uh, running down some of our thoughts about the new New Jeans EP, Get Up. Now, if you guys don't know, this EP is the newest one and it features a collection of, I think, six tracks. Um... Yeah, our members have some very divisive opinions about these tracks in this album, so we thought it would be fitting to share it on air with you all. But without further ado, we will be jumping right into it. So, if you are as deep into the black hole known as TikTok as I am, you will have definitely come across some videos on your feed that you have thought, hmm, This music sounds familiar and it seems to be repeating itself across many other TikTok videos. And you would have looked down and clicked on the song and saw that it was by New Jeans. And more than likely, the song would have been from their most recent EP called Get Up. So us here at APN, we had some thoughts. 
that we'd like to share about the album and some of our opinions about the songs in the album. So, um, guys, what do you think? I mean, I would firstly say that Jesse's definitely right, even if I'm not listening to the album on in my spare time. The album seems to be coming to me knocking at my door because every time I watch any video, it's always playing in the background. Anytime I want to scroll on K-pop side of the world, the girls are everywhere. So this album is definitely a very, very well-played album. And I think general public-wise, people are loving this EP. It has a lot of streams. It's very popular. But I think here in APN, we have some dividing opinions on this album. I mean, I guess the basics about it first is that it is six songs in this EP. And the glaring thing to me was that every song is quite short to the point that none of these songs go for the three minute mark. In fact, the longest song, which is Super Shy, goes for two minutes and 34 seconds. That is the longest song in the album. So it's a very short EP. I will say, though, hmm, some of these songs I flat out do not like. And the fact that I hear it all the time is doing me in internally the biggest offender for me and i'm sorry to the fans who love this song eta and asap Aisha, no 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 i'm like you love Wait, jesse is that like oh no i love that song don't tear it to pieces or oh no i hate that song don't remind me of it what which one uh, is it jesse i actually like eta so um devices of been so Alicia, why do you not like ETA? Oh hell yeah, debate time. Oh my gosh. Okay, wait, let me just say again, ETA and ASAP are the two songs, my least favorite songs. And with ETA specifically, I just think the instrumental Oh the horn sample. Yeah, it's very, okay, for me, this is like a personal thing. It's very reminiscent of when I was in my school sports days and we had to do marching and they play like something like this in the background to keep us in tempo as we're walking. And it gives me uh, flashbacks to those. And also nothing really changes in that instrumental as well. It is a constant beat that remains the same throughout the whole song. That's so current thing through the whole album I think yes. that's one of the reasons why this album is not really something you can listen to a lot because most of these songs repeat the same chord progression over and over again there's no like change up at all exactly and with this like ETA specifically the first part of the chorus so when one of the members is going like we can go wherever you like and stuff I like how vocally they sound as they're saying that I just don't like the instrumental at all. That's my main gripe with it, Jesse. But, you know, why do you love it? My reasons are very uh, simple. I actually like the horn part at the start. Oh. Is it the beat or is it like the overall... It's like just very catchy and it's like... Yeah, the sample, that <laughs> ostinato. <laughs> Um, I agree with Tracy in terms of like most of the songs in the album. Having the instrumental that kind of remains constant for the entire thing. Um, also yeah, very, that's very, why they're so short. Yeah, so short and also I guess very... It kind of works in their formula of trying to make songs that are very catchy because it's just like a constant thing that keeps going on and on and it just stays in your head. 
the best song in my opinion and Lee's opinion is Get Up which um unfortunately in this album is only 30 seconds long so that's very interesting <laughs> I also yeah. really like Get Up Get Up is basically one verse that is repeated twice um, yes and it's more sort of just straight up R&B than the others yeah it's very much just an interlude yeah exa- exactly like you said it, it serves as like an interlude um towards uh what's the last song asap which okay you don't like (laughs) asap i mentioned that i don't like um what are the unanimous opinions here with asap i need to hear it asap is one of the songs where like i can deal with like eta because like at least the lyrics are somewhat not as repetitive the thing with asap is like they have this like tiktoking noise in the background that just continues throughout the entire song yeah it's like too repetitive yeah so it's not like catchy kind of repetitive it's too repetitive to the point where it's like it's not catchy it's just boring yeah yeah <laughs> actually it's really funny that it's pretty much like we made this for tiktok so it's literally going tiktok tiktok in the background yeah literally yeah. and this one it's interesting to me because in the new jeans promo rollout for this ep they kept this song the most like under wraps because when they initially were announcing they had a comeback, they did like the tiniest snippet of this song. Like I think just the instrumental and the bits of the TikTok part. And everyone's like, oh my God, what is this song? So basically kind of keeping the people waiting. And then when it came out, at least from what I've seen online, I think the general consensus is like the last song is a little bit disappointing because it is just that nothing nothing more with the verses it is just go straight into it and then the song is over and the ep is over yay yeah i feel like (laughs) listening to this album is like having a delicious buffet but you can only take half a mouthful of everything that you want to eat like you're like oh that sounds nice like their vocals are generally really well directed Mm -hmm. and well they sound really nice and the textures in the production are also very pleasing but their songs don't actually go anywhere. I feel like they feel more like demos. Like the composers were like, hey, we have an idea for a song. Let's like do it. And then they sort of just sort of fill it in. You know, as you when you write a song, you sort of sketch it out with, uh, we're going to put like a rap first and then they sort of demo. I feel like this was maybe an album that was conceived very quickly. It feels kind of unfinished to me. But but then again, you know, with TikTok interaction, it doesn't matter how long these songs are because at the end of the day on TikTok, you're only hearing it for like one minute. Yeah, exactly. And it sounds good when you hear it for just the like one minute or even like some videos, just hear it for like the split five seconds. And again, that's been my main way, whether I want it or not, that that's my main way of hearing the music. For this EP, it's it's done really well in terms of getting that hype in in like the TikTok realms and stuff like that. I just think, again, like Tracy said, the longevity of this album in the future, listening it to it as a whole, I don't, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but it's like something of its time. Yeah, like kind of not a piece of body of music where you can listen to and it's like timeless classic. Yeah, it's, it's just a remnant of like the current era we live in where everyone's attention span is getting less and less because we're all on these social media sites. It's like the time where a lot of songs do get trendy and really popular because they're posted as snippets on TikToks. Because they get popular on TikTok, it doesn't mean they can like just have them not be songs. I think that with New Dreams, mm. people are going to fundamentally, they're going to remember like Hype Boy. Um, mm. They're going to remember the earlier songs that were more fleshed out because those 
have more of an emotional impact on you because like they go somewhere or like even like uh ditto like I feel like the opening verse like it, it meanders somewhere and then the chorus comes in and the chorus there's a momentum there's like an emotional drive to it and that is not something you have with these songs and so I think at the end of the day you you're going to get more out of like a ditto a high boy attention yeah. or those other songs yeah I'll agree with you um, oh, to it's like yes. a biscuit it's like um oh, what are those biscuits they're like, like tiny macarons maybe they are macarons they're quite light yeah, yeah it's very colorful jp has literally been listening to the album in the time that we've been talking yeah about i finished it, like, it. Finished I, it. <laughs> yeah i finished it just now it's um it's, it's, nice. how it's, like a, little, it's a little snack you know yeah, yeah, it's like it um a light snack yeah, it's a light snack. It's not a big full course meal, but um, I don't I don't know anything about new jeans, so I'm completely fresh into this. I have no idea what this is, but yeah, I liked it. It was cute. Yeah, it's I like ASAP a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that's so oh, funny. That's, that's so, so funny. Yeah. We have been like they've yeah. just talked like so like three saying why well, they hate it. Yeah, yeah we're like, no, no. sucks, and JP's like, ooh, now turn this one up. <laughs> Actually, no, I liked it. Yeah, no, it's cute. I like how they go TikTok, TikTok. It's really funny. Um, I think the first time you, you hear know. it, it's like nice and cool, and then the 50th time you hear it, you're like, this isn't nice. Uh, yeah, probably. I think and also the reason why this album isn't probably as well received as the previous stuff is because this one is just getting way overexposed because of how oh i see like they're just crazy all over the internet doing like blackpink level streaming numbers oh that's pretty crazy actually for an ep like this it's quite a small ep oh well i hope i hope they can leverage that somehow to make some cooler stuff in Mm -hmm. the future yeah um because like i didn't hate it i liked it i won't listen to it again probably (laughs) Yeah, yeah Don't go anywhere, this is Asian Pop Nation on Sin. And if you're just joining us, we just heard a couple of great Asian tracks, starting off with We Gone Tour by Alinon featuring Fato. And it is actually a very interesting collab because it is by an indie artist, Lenon, and a Senegalese rapper, Fato, who is also best known as a member of Black Swan. Um, but before that song, you guys heard a TGIF by XG, and even more before that, you guys heard Juicy by Ramen Girl, which is a Joyride soundtrack. Now, after playing these songs, we thought, well, we already delved into our thoughts about the New Jeans album in our previous segment. And next up, we will be delving into our thoughts about the new Itzy album. Um, because some of our fellow ABN members here had some thoughts to share about that. So I will be passing it right along to them. Speaking of albums that people are mixed on, I think the Itzy album is interesting to talk about just very quickly. Oh my gosh. The Itzy album. So there's another girl group called Itzy. They've been around since I think 2019. Um, I'm going to listen to that too. This album is interesting because, Leisha, you explained this had a lot of expectations leading up to this album. Yes, with the Itzy album specifically. There's a lot of expectations specifically from people who are fans of Itzy and also just general K-pop listeners and stuff because Itzy has had a reputation since they debuted it. I guess they had like the setup to be the quote-unquote leaders of the fourth gen girl groups because they debuted it with Dala Dala and then it just became like hit after hit after hit. And then slowly there started to be, I guess, a bit of like a fan 
not tension, but I guess a bit more like conflicting opinions about Itzy once they started having uh, works such as Sneakers and Cheshire as well. I think that was kind of a bit of like a struggle town for both people who were fans of Itzy, people who casually listen to them, and I guess Itzy themselves. And throughout the lead up to this EP and stuff, JYP has been doing a lot of videos online showing the girls like in preparation for this EP. And generally this EP, which is called Kill My Doubt, uh, they kind of set it up to be like, I guess Itzy's comeback type of situation from all of this. The first song kind of bet on me. Literally the lyrics of that are all about like going through all this hate or like trouble situations, but coming back up from it. And it's the setup for kind of what this whole EP day were wanting this EP to be, which is their big triumph from all the chaos that has occurred with their past stuff. But like Tracy said, this EP is an interesting <laughs> one in terms of I don't know necessarily if they got uh they got what they were looking for. <laughs> with yeah, this one. they were essentially just like setting up this big arc. Like, oh no, they started off so strong and then they fell off, and this is gonna be their redemption album. But unfortunately, it wasn't their redemption album. I really wanted this to be their redemption Same. album. Same. <laughs> it's not. Same. <laughs> yeah it's it's not bad i think i enjoyed it more than the new jeans album because these songs have more to them but it also has cake which i think is i don't like it's like the worst song on either of the two albums we've discussed mm. like cake is what they call the title track so the promoted single that they like perform the most and i think the rest of the song is fine but the chorus just drags the whole song down the chorus is just cake 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 and then the cake 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 and it sounds like they're saying cake 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 but i think it's like pretty bad even if they weren't saying that yeah <laughs> It is, it is, the title track is quite repetitive. I, I can see that they tried a lot of, like, funky music moments with this one. I mean, there's a literal part right after the chorus. There's, like, little, like, reggaeton moment or something. Oh, yeah, the low part where Rujin is sent and goes, da, 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 And I was That's like... the best part of the song. Yeah, I it drops really like that part. And I was like, I okay, JWP is doing something here. And then um, yeah. it, it just, it just goes back to the same formula. So... Um, you know that sliver of hope was there um, but yeah it's like by far the weakest song on this album which is funny because that is the song they ended up promoting maybe because the choreo is really fun yeah but I think every other song on this album is at least like maybe like a five or a six out of ten like cake is like a four or a three so I think literally any of the other songs are like perfectly nice they're not remarkable but they're pleasant I think hmm Personally, for me, I don't know if this is you as well, um, Tracy. With Itzy, I find that I, I feel like their B-sides tend to be a little bit on the weaker side. Not all. I do like some. I trust I do like some. But I think, I don't know. This is the thing I have with JYP artists in general, where I think the B-sides is not 100% on their strength. And I tend to really like Itzy predominantly for the title tracks and the one B-site that they promote on the side because usually they pick a really cool one and I'm like, oh god, this is 
say but yeah even with this one as somebody who's like I'm such a title track depender on itsy I love not shy so much but this one this EP was I do like kill shot though I will say um I think Ethan resonates with this opinion as well when we talked about it off air before unfortunately it is also the shortest song in the album at two minutes at 16 seconds which is fine but yeah I just kind of feel bad because the girls are already been on a bit of like, I think the general public and even their fans, this is the biggest thing with Itzy, it's like their fans as well have been like on a rocky boat with them as well. And K-pop is all about like, Mm. even if my group, even if my artist comes up with bad songs, I will defend them till the sun. But in Itzy's case with sneakers, especially, oh, it was a rough time. You did not want to be on the internet if you were an Itzy fan. Itzy has no control over their music, basically. Yeah. They're one of those groups where, like, JYP single-handedly decides all of their music. And there yeah. are some groups where they self-produce or whatever. And you can kind of blame them for making their own bad music. But Itzy, it's not their fault. They're just like, we really hope that we get to release better music next time. And it's like, they literally can't do anything to, like, improve the odds of that happening. It's really weird um, because JYP is a company that has a lot of acts that they give pretty good music for. I think Twice is pretty consistent, like, with how good their music is and and mix recently came out with roller coaster which was one of my favorite songs of the year mm-hmm. but with itzy i think jeropy are trying to give them a more edgy sound because they're yeah. a more dance focused group mm-hmm. and i think they're just not not good at scouting like edgy songs they were like they listen to a song they're like oh this is slightly aggravating maybe the kids will like it but no the kids find it aggravating as well so yeah exactly i i think you perfectly articulated it i feel like they're just when it comes to the itzy department whoever is in charge of them and stuff they're just very confused with what to do with them and I feel like if you look back in their discography you can tell there's like this this confusion like happening and it just just sucks because again to me they're such good performers they're so good watching them on stage it's clear like they have group synergy they're amazing to watch performing live like I don't even like cake but I like watching them perform it because they look like they're having so much fun and they bring it every time the girls are clearly yeah. all very talented but they really are i don't know what the hell their company is doing <laughs> like the same presence is even more insane now than it was when they debuted and like even when they were debuted they were so good that they basically in my opinion basically started fourth gen i i, like, I agree this is a new well. level of like girl group you yeah know, when they came I, out. it was like that and txt were like yeah oh God, exactly like, now like that was exactly i think they became a, a bit of like um like for other companies that were starting to get into like the fourth gen and stuff like that it's the not gonna lie i feel like when they debuted and stuff a lot of the other companies were like mm, let's dot point what itsy's doing like i think they genuinely were one of the like key players in the start of fourth gen and stuff so currently right now it's kind of really like sucks it just feels so sad <laughs> right I mean, now they turn it around like people still tune in for it yeah. to come back so all they literally need to do is release a single good title track mm-hmm. and i think everyone will be like oh yeah it's back we're so back we're so <laughs> back like, yeah the little crap i know what you're talking about we're so it's jover we're just joe it's jover what did you think jp I'm, oh, yeah. I'm listening to bratty right now um I like oh, the yeah. other one better, actually. Oh, yeah. oh, the yeah. New Jeans album. Actually, yeah, I actually yeah. like the New Jeans song better. I think if you're I not think... into K-pop, the New Jeans is probably more easy. Mm, 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 mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kill my uh, this kill my doubt. 
it's see it's very like super k-poppy like it's very very poppy so it's not of my taste i think um but yeah um my condolences to itsy i guess uh, i don't know anything about yeah. it no no i think that's <laughs> yeah. a good way to end this segment, yeah actually just my, like my, my condolences, condolences to like, yeah we yeah. genuinely like please jyp give them good music so we can get mm. like good performances with a good song wouldn't that be great mm. but, yeah hopefully like please mm. don't take this as us hating on any of the girls none of these none of either of these groups really have a say in any of their music it's all basically their companies exactly and I think that criticizing music is fun and fine and like we should do it more often honestly hell yeah agree. hard song. agree mm. So stay tuned for whatever song is going to come up next that Jessie's going to announce right now. Welcome back to Asian Pop Nation on Sin, where you guys just heard a collection of tracks of all different languages, starting off with Quarter Life by Wallace, which is from their EP Mr. Big Shot. And before that, you guys heard Point Blank by Ryu, which is from an emerging Australian artist of Korean mixed heritage. And even more before that, you guys heard Pure Blood by Dare Haru. Now, speaking of different languages, um, our next little segment will be delving into the struggles and the and the process of learning new languages. Now, a lot of us and a lot of, I guess, our listeners probably have had the experience of learning new languages, whether that be a second, a third, or maybe even a fourth language. Um, and so we are, we would like to share some of our experiences and the processes regarding that, the struggles, the triumphs, just yeah, learning languages is a process, and we would like to share our thoughts about it. Uh, Whoa, JP! Why are you speaking? I almost said Japanese! Ew! <laughs> I'm half Chinese, guys, it's fine. Um... Weeb! <laughs> I was speaking Mandarin, Alicia. Oh my gosh. And that's because I'm right now on this app that teaches me how to speak in Mandarin. You sound like an advertisement right now. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not saying their <laughs> company name. I'm just saying there's an app. So I'm learning Mandarin right now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. This is a very good um, segue into what we're talking about <laughs> um, in this specific um segment because we're going to be talking all about learning languages specifically again as we mentioned jp is for learning mandarin do you want to start by explaining what got you interested in the first place what got me interested well i was thinking about my past and i was like you know man i used to um speak mandarin and stuff that's cool why don't i do that more so wait you used to way back way back in singapore they used to teach me mandarin and I was decent at it, apparently, but I've forgotten it. But now I've decided, you know, I sort of want to learn it again. Like, I know how to say the tones. It's like built in now. I may as well use that software to learn Mandarin. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all it is, man. How have you been finding it? Yeah, yeah. How have been... I been finding it? It's been cool. It's actually really fun to speak in Mandarin because it's so, like, different. Like tones are so important, and like you know, and you never have to think about that. But now I have to think about it as like an extra challenge. You're like, oh, niche or something. Like, are you Chinese or something? Like, that's what it means, right? So no, it's cool. It's cool to learn Chinese, and also because I'm just in a place with a lot of languages right now. Like I'm in Japan. I got Brazilian roommates. There are like three Indonesians near where I sit. 
I'm just curious about what type of how they teach you Chinese in Singapore. Like, do they have a? Did you go to like an international school in Singapore, or was it just no? I didn't. I just I just went to normal school because in Singapore they all speak English, right? That's like, like yeah, everyone's yeah, yeah, everyone speaks English oh, yeah, there. That's yeah, yeah for, and, so, and, and then mm -hmm. right after China, uh, sorry, right after English, probably most Singaporeans know Chinese as well because they have a much bigger like Chinese like population there generally yeah i think that's an understatement like basically everyone yeah. there is chinese <laughs> i mean oh like, hey. all the malaysians <laughs> like chinese yeah. malaysians probably quit to yeah yeah there are some there but like listen i look back at my um my class photos they're like all chinese and i'm just like one filipino kid in there like hey, hey. Real round You're the diversity. yeah i'm the diversity basically it was okay. <laughs> you come to Australia yeah. and you're still the diversity. Yeah, basically. It feels good. Anyway, listen, um, if you haven't realized yet, the segment's about learning languages. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is what it's about. Like, I'm pretty sure a lot of us know more than just English. Um, Leisha, I heard you did Korean back in the day. Yes. When I was in uni, yes, I did learn a little bit of Korean as like a intensive course for... It was during like the holiday season, so like the December, January mm. time. So I just did it in that time as a exchange program. And I say exchange with quotations because it was during COVID. So I was just doing everything through Zoom. But, you know, it was an experience for sure. Um, oh. oh, I would say again with like again with your case, JP, you're learning a new language through an app specifically. And then in my case, I was like learning it through a teacher that was like, they were based in a university of the home country that I'm trying to learn the language from. And I was just very curious about like, I guess there's always a lot of questions of like how well you actually get to retain the language when you're learning it through an app without having like a teacher figure in the back, like kind of telling you what you're doing right or what you're doing wrong type of thing. I will not know, man. I only started last week. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god. I, I hate know. you so much. <laughs> oh my god. What I will tell you is I forget things really quickly. Like um I barely just remember how to say are you Chinese? <laughs> amazing, JP. Uh, yeah, I think amazing. maybe in three months we asked JP if you're still learning Chinese. And that will yeah, be a test of we'll how test effective that. app learning Absolutely. is. Yes. Okay, we'll see. We'll okay, see. I thought but... you were doing the app thing for a while now. So, oops. No. My apologies <laughs> for not knowing you've only been doing it for a week. Oh my God. <gasps> but. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but in my time learning Korean, um, it was fine. I think Korean, we've discussed this off air before, but I think learning the Korean alphabet is quite quite easy um mm -hmm. easier compared to other like languages when it comes to other languages that have their own alphabet i think like um like an alphabet it's like a it's like a puzzle yeah korean characters yeah but it's like very i find it's like very easy to learn once you like i don't explain it's like some of the characters you can like visualize like oh that looks like a, a door and door okay. starts with this and then this yeah. like this sounds like the character that i'm meant to say like it's very very quick very easy i feel like it, just learning the alphabet alone you can probably learn on like youtube in like a 50 minute youtube video and then boom you you can read korean now but oh <laughs> uh, when i was studying at the time i was struggling so hard because i joined an intensive course i'm going <laughs> into it literally knowing like nothing 
And then I was in a room full of people who already knew how to read the alphabet and they knew basic language structure already. And I was going in with zero knowledge besides liking my K-pop music. So Whoa. it was the same. Yeah, you did Korean as well, right? Yeah, I did it in uni as well, but like as an elective. And it was so dumb of me because (laughs) I don't even like I don't watch K-dramas. I don't really listen to Korean music. So I had nothing to like immerse myself with outside of the classroom. So I'll just go do the lesson, not know anything. Everyone else would already, like you said, Lisha, have like a basic understanding mm. of like the alphabet because they learnt it themselves. Yeah. And I'm just here like, I know nothing, zero. I was really bad at it. So bad that for some reason I did another semester of it. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, so dumb. Basically you had like a whole year, year worth yeah, of and... learning Korean. <laughs> yeah. And is any of that retained? I can read, but really slowly. I have to be like piecing together the alphabet, like you said. Mm. Like, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I'm still bad. I think I'm just not good at languages. That's yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, it's sometimes people say like, oh, the best time for you to learn a language is when you're like really, really young, because people are like, oh, your brain is like a sponge, and that's oh, yeah. why people encourage parents who like know more languages to talk to their babies in a different language which I have a whole thing about because my mom is so convinced I know Hakka because she spoke to me when I was a kid but I don't know Hakka at all currently so um I don't know how true that theory works but no Lee I had the same like classroom experience of like everyone already knowing understanding it basically but it was funny because all of them were like oh I don't listen to k-pop I just watch Korean dramas and I just want to they're like I just want to watch k-dramas without reading subtitles and I was like wow yeah I would say no wonder like they knew more than you because I feel like there are certain things like that where it's easier to pick up the language and watching like K-dramas and variety shows is definitely one of them you learn basically no Korean from just listening to pop songs I mean most yeah. of them are 80% English anyway with K-dramas I mean if you're watching like a more modern day office romance type of thing you're like I yeah they talk normally yeah. yeah they talk normally that class actually made me watch K-dramas and then I had Ooh. learned the word Keran, which is egg, and then they oh! said it in the kid drama, and I was like, "Oh my god, I know that oh! word!" And it made me like want to learn more, but I was still bad. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> no, I oh my god, I had the same euphoria moment as you did when at, right after I finally was able to read the alphabet, I was on Twitter one time, and then, and then I saw a post that was done by like SM about like some artist thing, and I was like, "Whoa." I can read like two words from that but oh it was just crazy um and then I speaking of JP studying Chinese I actually learned Chinese in school as well because my family does it my even though my family is half Chinese um they don't speak Mandarin so Mm -hmm. I had to learn in like a school setting in Malaysia well I've always been around Chinese classes because as I've said on the show before my mum is a Chinese teacher so I spent way too many of my weekends as a kid like in staff rooms doing my Chinese homework while Chinese teachers like talked next to me Welcome back to Asian Pop Nation on Sin. This is your EP, Jesse, although it may not sound like it. And I will stop doing that now. Um, but 
yeah, you guys heard a couple of tracks before you heard my voice back on the airwaves, starting off with Tennessee by Warren Hugh, and before that, you guys heard Xing Yang Yang by Chen Chen Chen, which is from their EP White Snake's Space Odyssey, and even more before that, you guys heard Care For You by Jeb and Off. Um, but in our next little segment, it's a bit of a deviation from our previous segment, which was about languages, but we will be talking about the new Fortnite collab with Jujutsu Kaisen. And if you guys do not know, Fortnite is quite a big game. And Jujutsu Kaisen is a big anime series that is currently in its second season, which is currently airing. And yeah, so this collaboration was very well-timed, I guess. Um, but I know that some of our APN members are players of Fortnite and also watchers of Jujutsu Kaisen, I guess. And so they had some thoughts to share about what they thought of this collab. Um, but yeah, I will be passing straight along to them. Last year, around the same time, actually, we talked about this segment, which was pretty much a collaboration between the anime Dragon Ball Z and the game Fortnite. And the reason that I'm bringing that up now, a whole year later, is because Fortnite is back at it again with another anime collab. And Lisha already knows this. And yes. she already has a skin from this. You what? Whoa, whoa, okay, you wait. Bought it, Leisha? Wait, wait, wait. Leisha. Let, let Lee explain herself and then I will explain myself later. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Jujutsu Kaisen and Fortnite collab that came out on the 8th. So at the time of recording two days ago. And in it, I think you get Gojo's skin, Megumi, and Nobara's skin as well. And Yuji as well. Oh, so, oh and Yuji. Yeah. So basically like oh, the, the main the main four good guy characters. In the game itself, they have like they have like specific two weapon type of things which are inspired by the actual techniques and stuff lore. that are used in the anime. Yeah, actual lore. lore. Ooh. Like Novara's hammer and nails. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. Oh? And Gojo's um hollow purple. So you can use those in the game itself. Like so, you can wow. pick up the items and shoot them. Yep. Yes. In That's a video a... game context, sin do not come a, at us. In um... vid- in, yeah, you <laughs> oh, shoot yeah. them in Minecraft. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Minecraft. The allegations. Oh, but that's really cringe. You said you had them already. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Pause. Let her cook. <laughs> Let her cook. <laughs> okay, so this collaboration, yeah, like we said, like Fortnite's not, this, they're no stranger to doing anime collabs. We talked about the Dragon Ball Z last time. But this time, this one hits a little bit home because it's one of the only animes that I am even watching <laughs> or keeping up anymore. <laughs> And it's Jujutsu Kaisen. And for your information, I did not buy the skin. <laughs> I got gifted the skin. You got gifted? From a friend who had the V-Bucks. <laughs> the skin. And they gave it to me as a gift because they know I really like JJK. And I, and I, got, the, I got the Gojo skin. <laughs> Whoa. Did you make him do Fortnite dances? Yes. <laughs> It's so funny, my whole Twitter feed is just people putting their skin on and then like making them do any dance ever, like hitting the gritty and, and yeah, yeah, like various dance moves that you see in Fortnite. And I mean, Fortnite has a lot, um, 
I've seen Gojo do the BTS Dynamite dance one too many times for like, I just, whoa, I can't process it. I've seen Megumin who's like, if you don't know JJK, he's basically like your typical stoic, like serious character. I've seen, I've seen this man smile so many times in this JJK collab. It's very unnerving, very terrifying. And maybe this guy should just stay go smiling for the rest of his life. No happiness. <laughs> because I can't take his face. It's too much. Oh. Um, But yeah, this collab is pretty... I mean, every Fortnite collab to me is insane. They put the most unlikely faces into a video game where you can do the gritty as Lee said. <laughs> and now gritty. hit the gritty. Thank you, fact checker. But it's funny Aww. because a lot of people are like, when Gojo is doing all these dances, they're like, it's canon. This is canon. Anyways. <laughs> and I can see that. That's funny. It's his yeah. coping mechanism for being in Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, oh my god, it's crazy. So oh, no. we actually asked this question last year, but I don't think we had like a clear response to it. So here's the question again. What other anime collabs would you guys <laughs> want to see in Fortnite? No. Wait, did, did, they, did they already do Attack on Titan? Yeah. Yes. I, yeah, I, I okay, have fought, yeah, I fought face yeah. to face with Aaron yesterday. That's horrific. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. If Fortnite wants to make those V-Bucks right now, they should do Chainsaw Man. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not even, like, I don't, I don't want them to do it, but, like, <laughs> profit-wise, <laughs> the wise choice. I was thinking One Piece. One of piece? course you were. Because you the abilities translate god. as well, because, like, it's all wacky stuff. And then you can That's totally true. do, like... Luffy's stretchy Go, arm stuff. Go, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Skate yeah, skate. I do, I do associate One Piece with being very like wacky, and Fortnite mm -hmm. is very insane. Yeah. Um, they have like they literally did a Futurama collab right before the JJK what? collab. Wait, what? That's so crazy. It's, so it's like, oh, these guys like I just can't imagine one day what they have a collab with Ed Sheeran, and the next day it's <laughs> is One Piece. Next day, Barack Obama. <laughs> I was thinking, because you guys are all thinking in, like, animes that already are, like, action, like, in the shonen drama, like, genre. I was thinking, what if they did, like, a collab with, like, an anime that does not have any action Also, You just see, like, a very nice, innocent, oh, like, like female really high school anime. character. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with um, a Fortnite gun. If you want a good balance... You can get Aura Monogatari. It's a shoujo story, and it's about this girl. Oh, who this gets one! Into romantic, yeah, he gets into oh. romantic heebie-jeebies with this really big gorilla-looking guy, and he's like really like insecure. It's like, oh, I'm like really big. Why is she scared of me? Oh my yeah. god! Wait, now that I have the pictures up. Oh my god, I do know it this. Was, and yeah. this in Fortnite would be. <laughs> it would work. Just, it would just work. little cute high school girl with a gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Like, yeah. I could I could see it. Wait, that actually kind of works. I'm just thinking, what else? Oh, one Pokemon. Punch Man. Oh, One Punch Man. <laughs> one Punch Man works because yeah, Overwatch yeah. has done a One Punch Man collab. Yes, Overwatch has. It which is very okay. terrifying thinking back it's on so it. It's so funny, oh but yeah. And then I think when they did the Spider-Man, 
they had like a mm-hmm. whole they had a whole thing on the map mm. of like the daily bugle and and yeah. stuff like that which i thought was very was, cool yeah that was really cool the webs that you get and you can just fly through the sky oh, yeah yeah, yeah. Cool. that was like really cool and stuff yeah so wow. allegedly i wouldn't know you wouldn't know you just heard it around <laughs> yeah uh, actually yeah no anime in general just like anything works to be honest because i was thinking like right now even with like shonen jump there are a lot of stories right now about like hitmen and assassins and spies and stuff and like it would fit perfectly spy x family oh, oh yeah Oh, yeah. That, would oh, yeah. Yeah, that would totally work. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anya, Anya. Anya with a little assault rifle. <laughs> <laughs> that would be insane. Oh, yeah. Like Lloyd and uh, Yor. When I was playing with the Gojo skin, you come across with so many people who already have other skins from previous collabs. <laughs> and so it's like, imagine if there was a Spikes family one and then they have like an Anya skin and they have to fight against like an Ariana Grande skin. Oh, my God. True. Yeah. I forgot they were like, real life people collabs as well yes yeah, and they do true. concerts <gasps> what if they collab crazy. with like Hatsune Miku or something oh, and then they that do would a be cool. that would and be then crazy. they do a concert they do a vocal oh, concert leak, leak stick grenades imagine oh. that <laughs> get Lisha on the creative team right now uh, no, no, no I, I, I only have the this mind because I have the APN team with me mm-hmm. we all gotta oh. we all gotta join in on the Whoa, Fortnite creative on. team together nice we wow. have plants oh listen in well that was a bit about the Fortnite and jujitsu kaisen collab <laughs> i feel like we'll do one every year so stay tuned for the next one next year oh, yeah i can't wait i need more collabs from them that we can just keep talking about forever and ever and ever <laughs> But yeah, if you guys have any, um, I guess, animes that you would like to see in Fortnite, let us know for some (laughs) reason (laughs) at our uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Asian Pop Nation. Welcome back to Asian Pop Nation on Sin, where you guys just heard a couple of tracks, starting off with Go Away by Princess Ai, featuring Wan Majin from her album Baku Maku. And before that, you guys heard a very disco-esque song from John Somi called Flash Forward, which is from her EP Game Plan. Now, this unfortunately will be the last time you hear my voice today, along with some of our other APN members that were part of the show tonight, including JP, Tracy, Alicia, Lee, and Thruki, because it has unfortunately come to the end of our show. Um, but uh, no worries we will be on air again next week same time same date as always so make sure you catch us next week if you guys are interested in what other wacky segments we can pull out of the bag because this week's segments were quite a mixed bag we started off with talking about music by listing some of our thoughts well sharing some of our thoughts more like about some albums that we had mixed opinions on um, including New Jeans and Itzy. We also shared some of our thoughts about learning languages, um, whether we are actively trying to learn a language or we have learned a language in the past as a kid or, yeah, any of a mix of that. So we shared some thoughts about that. Um, we also ended off the show with a bit of a crazy random segment in there um, by talking about the new collab that Fortnite did with Jujutsu Kaisen, both of which, well, Fortnite is a very popular game, Jujutsu Kaisen is a very popular anime, 
you make a collab out of the two and I guess you see success. Oh, <laughs>